Y'all, I figured it out. Welcome to the Nightly Muse. This is your host, Tanaya Shea. Um, Lord. Um, first of all, I don't know if you can hear it. You hear that little clack clack? <laughs> it's my beads. I have beads in my hair. <laughs> it's kind of fantastic. But anyway, what I wanted to say was <clears throat> I figured it out. Not that this is a grand revelation of sorts, but more a doubling down on a revelation that I already had. Man, I'm going to be the biggest softie on the planet. I think I cry more in animated animated movies than I do in any other form of like content or entertainment. Like, granted, I'm a sucker for any type of good feel good movie but I was watching Sing with the sisters Sing 1 we'll watch Sing 2 later because they're too old for a movie marathon Um, and it's Sunday night and the work day starts tomorrow it makes sense whatever whatever but I um I really (laughs) really like I was a mess. My sisters and I, I'm sitting on one side of the couch, D's on the other, and then Ray's in the love seat, I think is what that's called. Just got out of college and getting into the world of furniture, not really, because haven't had to buy any yet for the most part. But <laughs> I, um, we're watching this movie and. <laughs> At the end of the movie, when all of the performances start happening, obviously the plot has built it, built it up so that I'm a little more emotionally invested in the characters. But it's an animated movie about singing animals. Okay, they're like, it doesn't get much sappier than that. But anyway, Ray is laughing. D is, you know, having a good old time engaging with the content, and I'm over here, like stuffing my head into my sweatshirt because I'm a mess. I am crying, I am in tears. I am out here sniffing, partly because I'm not feeling so great, but mostly because I'm just out here a few high notes away from Boohoo and Tori Kelly got me. Everybody else in the film got me. Great movie illumination, great movie. I can't remember one of my friends was saying that Illumination was overrated and absolutely not. It was fabulous. And I said to my sister, I was like, yo, (laughs) I'ma be the softest man on the planet. She was like, why do you say that? I'm like, yo, because I'm really out here in tears with this movie. (laughs) We're having a good time and I'm over here a mess, a mess. I um I just loved it. It was a great film. Um I love plots that like just redeem a redemptive plot, a really good redemptive plot that isn't like forced and and just like doesn't have to be super crazy like I said. It doesn't need to be a crazy plot that gets me all wrapped up in my feels like 
they were just I'm not gonna spoil it but it's just a beautiful beautiful feel-good movie and those moments <laughs> make me extremely concerned for my future as a father one day I'm gonna be crying all the time all the time like I'm gonna see my baby do something she walked <laughs> she said daddy for the first <laughs> she said bye on the first day of school oh my god baby I can't handle it I'm just I'm gonna be a mess all the time be regular things like you know I don't know the first time she gets in trouble I'm sorry daddy I'm sorry too girl I'm sorry why are you making me do this to you I'm just I am I'm a softie and it'll be the happy stuff too like I mean I'll probably cry when my daughter or son makes their first jump shot like I'm just I'm very very sappy um I also like I love my sisters man I was telling my oldest on the way out, my oldest sister, my eldest, the elder statesman, the uh, the the boss, the captain, the the uh, supreme leader of sorts. Um, my favorite thing currently about the squadron, we don't really have a name. Well, in our group text, it's just fam, and. Uh, we, uh, in another one, we're called the Chipmunks. But, you know, my favorite thing about my fellow Chipmunks is we don't let too much time go before hangouts. Um, similarly to me and my mom, I feel like my mom was like, hey, it's been two days. Where you at, boy? Um, and she'll always call, which is great. Sometimes I call. She definitely calls more. I got to work on that. But, um, oh, Lord, I think I told you about this How I Met Your Mother episode. The plot was um, Robin in this episode. I think the episode was called, but um, but anyway, she gets on this news thing and she's trying to be a like famous news anchor in the show. She finally gets the big break and it's like zombie hours or whatever. And she gets tons of viewings. But what was really going on was that the college students that were watching had a drinking game where every time she said, but um, they would drink so they get plastered. And one night, <laughs> Ted and Barney, <laughs> she caught on to it and she just like she got them pissed drunk. And anyway, I've noticed that I also say, but um, but I didn't notice it before. And so I'm like, is this a consequence of the show or is this actually a filler word that I used to say all the time that I now say, like, I, I don't know. I'm just more aware of it or if it was like placebo effect. I'm not sure. But anyway, now I'm saying, but anyway, anyway, um, I psyched myself out and distracted myself from the thing I was going to say to y'all. I love the fact that we, it's hard to say that we prioritize spending time with each other. Obviously we do, or else I wouldn't say what I just said, 
But like It's really just a matter of like We don't I was on the phone with Ray the other day And I was talking about how I hadn't seen Seeing one And It was like cool I was like you want to watch it Sunday And she was like alright maybe And then I texted her Saturday night And I was like well let me know Because I got to make a plan And she's like okay we'll see you at 6 And I was like great And that was that Like It's very simple Um, And it's just fun Like I'm just very thankful for that. I know not every sibling relationship plays out. I've seen that firsthand. Um, It's not always how it goes. Um, And again, just reminded of the pact that we made years ago of not letting the little things get between us. Not letting time just do what time does or distance just do what distance does who knows where life is going to take us who knows where we will go but if they're a thousand miles away best believe I'm going to buy a ticket to visit them or do a road trip to visit them every so often like that's just what it is Um, I'm very thankful that we all live in the same city or at least within 30 minutes of each other and they live together so it's it's an easy thing to consolidate um, a trip to see them both because you know they're roommates but it's just it's a huge blessing to be able to know that like if I was in a pinch I for the most part can see them anytime um, and we just we make it happen and it makes my heart sing I love my sisters a lot and sometimes you have a good day I mean cap off a good day with your favorite people in the world and that's exactly what happened we can laugh and like annoy each other or have tense conversation like we just think as I've grown up I've kind of caught up now because they're seven and ten years older than me and so I'm finally like in the realm of adulthood with them and our conversations have changed I've obviously changed I'm a bit more mature and I'm at the very least the age that I used to act, you know, like I always presented more mature than I, than my age, but situation, but now I'm like actually that age. So it's great. Um, and so there's still, I think a learning curve of like, is it curb or curve? I have no idea. I've always kind of said both learning process of oh like your brother's actually a grown man now is always fun to experience and also just like we get to be there for each other in ways that we may or may not have been able to before um 
also we're all experiencing adulthood now and I get to talk about things that I'm experiencing for the first time that they've walked through and vice versa and so it's a cool experience and I really love it um I said this before when I made my my lady loves episode I think that was episode 11 which is crazy that I can remember that and I might be wrong but I'm pretty sure I'm right um I could talk about them for hours hours because they are the two two of the three best women I've ever been around and um, it's a special thing to be able to know that and actually mean it when you say it Um, and so yeah other updates from today I played basketball and uh, I only won one game, and we played, we played like, <laughs> seven. It was so frustrating. Oh, it was so frustrating. I'm very competitive, and I've noticed when I was a kid, it wasn't that I wasn't competitive. I just... <laughs> I mentioned this to a friend today as we were playing... I didn't fully know how to manipulate or use my body until I started playing football. And even then, it was still something I was trying to figure out. But football was the only place where I didn't necessarily have to. It wasn't that hard to figure out how to, like, throw people around. That was the purpose basketball is a little different there's finesse and there's aggression but there's also a foul count so if you can foul out of the game like there's there's a bit of finesse and caution that's required um but still the same animal right different beast but the same animal (laughs) or is it different animal but the same beast i can't remember what the kobe bryant commercial was Rustin power boy love that man my favorite basketball player all time aside from steph um say that like I've met him but he's actually the one thing I'm sad about is that I I never got to see him play Um, but anyway (laughs) I realized there are two things that hadn't necessarily like converged at the same time that would have benefited my athletic career yes I was competitive yes I figured out how to use my body in other sports but that like that little like I felt like at the time which, again, this is why I love coaching, is that you've got to learn how to tap into individuals, not the same way. It's not like there's a formula for every kid. There are certain things that are going to be across the board, obviously, but like effort, the intangibles, etc. But how you get somebody to a certain point, motivation, etc. Like, there are ways, I said etc. really weird, etc. Um got to treat them as a kid-to-kid basis because we are different um we are not the same and that's an important thing to know and i felt like for the most part as a kid they'd always be like kennedy if you just had a little bit of a-hole in you and it's like or just figure out how to articulate what you're trying to say without telling a kid who doesn't want to be an a-hole to be an a-hole you know like that can't be the solution 
obviously learn a different vocabulary. Also, I was a kid and I didn't get it. But for the first time, I was playing with somebody else who is like big dude, powerful, but like doesn't fully get it because basketball isn't their first sport. And I'm like, oh, that's what my coaches meant when they said if you had a little a-hole in you. It's that knowing there's it's one thing to have a mismatch. It's another thing to have a mismatch and know that you have a mismatch. You play differently. You have a different swagger about you. You have a different bravado, gravitas, even. Like, you are trying to dominate. And it's not even trying. You are just going to. And you go into it with that mindset. And I think if somebody were just to articulate, like, hey, dude, you're bigger and stronger than the average person and bigger than stronger than most above average people use it that would have been like oh i'm not utilizing what i have in any way all that to be said it was fun and i probably annoyed people because i'm like dude just like be strong you don't even have to be strong you're taller than everyone um, you're bigger than everyone. Just, just be you. <laughs> but um, it's fun learning. Oh, like this is what that meant <laughs> all those years ago. I wish I had somebody who could just say that to me the way that I needed to hear it for it to click. Um, but also, you know, I think hindsight's twenty twenty, and and um, I'm also faith. I'm thankful for. I think some of the, you know, those who can't, what is it, those who can't play, teach, or those who can't do, whatever, it's like, in some ways, not a living vicariously through my athletes, but being able to help them achieve things that I wasn't able to achieve is so much more gratifying than if I would have done it myself. Granted, I'm sure my pockets would not feel the same way about it. But there is something beautiful about knowing that, like, you can help flip the switch that wasn't able to be flipped for you. Um, And it's fun to be a part of that process. Sometimes I have to watch my competitive aggression, but for the most part, it's a fun experience. And I have to remember sometimes... Kennedy, you're not playing competitive basketball anymore. You are not an athlete. You are just here to have fun. Yes, winning is also a nice bonus. But if you only win one or if you go for over, there's always next week. Next week, I might even get to play basketball twice. Twice in one week. Oh my gosh. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, I've successfully talked about two very different things in one episode. But here I am. Here I go. Signing off. Shout out, Lofly. This is the Nightly Muse and the Nightly Muse. Not the Muse. The Nightly Muse, and I am your host, Tanaya Shane. Peace, Peace.